the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast, the podcast for mental grit and resilience. Hosted by V. Binga and Tim Ganley. Hello, this is Tim. And this is V. And we welcome you to another episode of the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast. And today is all about the throat chakra and how it affects your business. Stay tuned. And we're back and we're talking about uh, the throat chakra and how much it affects you in business because it's an extremely important part of getting clients. But before we go into that, I want to go into a little bit of how hard it was to actually get this podcast out. And I'm not even sure if it's out yet. So uh, we, our iPad blew up that we record on. We got a new one. Well, it's the battery expanded. Yeah, yep. But <laughs> yeah. close enough to blowing yeah. up. Uh, and we had already recorded this, this yes. one before we headed out because we had to go to Florida to do some training there. And so we had to replace the iPad. When we got it replaced, we had to upload everything. When we uploaded everything, this podcast was gone. Yes. Uh, it wasn't in there. We actually even lost the recording system that we... The app, yeah. The app. And then when we got the new app back in, uh, everything was missing. And then we hooked up our brand new speakers, or our brand new Ma- mics. mics, and they didn't work. <laughs> and then we... So we put our old mic in, <laughs> yes. and it doesn't work. So we got to figure out how to make all that work. So we're actually recording right now off of the iPad's uh, mic, itself. mic itself. It's so, a fancy new iPad. Yes, fancy new iPad. It's very nice. Uh, but, but you're going to hear a little bit of crickly, crickly stuff yes. until we figure this stuff all out. Well, actually, until V figures it all yeah. out because I have no idea how to figure it. Uh, so we're going to talk about the throat chakra. And most people believe that the throat chakra is all about opening their voice, tell, speaking the truth, speaking love, speaking, just speaking. But in reality, the throat chakra is, it's actually a lot of energy is wasted when you speak. Yes. So one of the other ways of making the throat chakra work very well is to be quiet. But before we get into why you should be quiet, I'm going to go into a story. So back in the day, when I was in law enforcement, uh, it was my job to talk to people and find out what happened. It was either a victim, it was a witness, or even the bad guy. But it was talking to them and literally listening to what they had to say. And you had to listen to everyone. And you couldn't give out information because you were trying to listen to what actually happened. You can't put it in your brain, oh, this happened before it even before anybody told you anything. And one of the things I found out is most bad guys want to tell you how they were a bad guy. Yes. Either they want to do it because they think uh, that they're going to outsmart you or they think that they're going to uh, out-talk you out of it. Uh, There's a lot of different reasons why bad guys give it up. But you got to listen to them and allow them to give it up. And one of the main things you got to do is listen to exactly what they say. Don't listen to what you think they're saying because that's not evidence. You have to listen to exactly what they're saying. 
And then when you listen to exactly what they're saying, you will hear how they were bad guys. They'll tell you through exactly what they say. Because they'll do things like, uh, you know, like uh, I went to into the bad place, into the uh, grocery store, and I had, I didn't have a gun. Okay, great. Well, you might have had a knife, or you could have had a club. Just because they said I didn't have a gun didn't mean that they didn't have some type of weapon. So you have to listen, and then you have to ask questions after you listen to exactly what they say. So the throat chakra is literally about listening to your clients. So fast forward some, opened up the uh, first personal training studio. So <clears throat> I thought at that time, you know, that, uh, you know, I sell what we did. And so when the people came in, you would have to then sell them the personal training studio and sell them to work out with you and to train with you. But my percentage of clients that came in to clients that signed up was very low. You know, I was running like 20, 25% of the people came in. You know, we were having a lot of people come in, so we were making money. Uh, but then I realized that, you know, I got to do what I was doing to bad guys. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, I needed to listen to what they really wanted and not try to sell anything. Because actually in law enforcement, I was selling jail. Yes. <laughs> uh, so it was my job to sell a bad guy jail. And so I realized that, well, if I sold them jail by listening to them, I can sell people personal training, people fitness, people practicing yoga. All I have the to, good stuff. Yeah, all the good <laughs> stuff by listening. Mm -hmm. So I started listening to what they said. And I found out when I started listening to what they said that they already wanted to sign up with me. I was the one by trying to sell was talking them out of signing up with me. So I started listening to people and I started listening to what they were saying. So I set up the uh, interview room <clears throat> pretty much like a, uh, a <laughs> nice, polite interrogation room. <laughs> so I had a chair. I put the chairs and the tables in a specific way. I followed feng shui because uh, I actually followed that when I was in law enforcement yeah. too. Uh, and quick side note, feng shui was taught to me during crime prevention courses. So it was very interesting to see that law enforcement was teaching feng shui and that they were using it. Uh, they used a fancy name for it, it after, after the first four courses I took on it. Mm -hmm. They upped it to a fancier word, and that was... Uh, crime prevention through to, environmental design. Yes. Yeah. And that was feng shui. Environmental design, exactly. Uh, so, but you can get a degree in that now. Mm -hmm. And it's mainly based on feng shui. And there's a lot of areas mm -hmm. that are all... Law, that law enforcement have used feng shui to actually protect bad guys. And so, so I set the room up, and not protect bad guys, protect good guys. Yes. Get bad that. guys. Yes. Uh, and so I set the room up in a nice, pleasant way where they felt comfortable coming yes. in. They would sit down, I'd offer them coffee or tea, mm -hmm. and then I'd shut up. I'd mm -hmm. say, how can I help you? And then I'd shut up. And I would listen to what they had to say. And I found out that they wanted to sign up. And we went from doing like 25, 30% up to signing up almost 100%. It wasn't quite 100% because every now and then we'd get one that said no because they were actually 
not wanting to sign up because they were coming in to find out. And you'd find that they were the sister of somebody opening up a personal yes. training studio down the road or something like that, yeah. a brother of a yoga studio owner. So it wasn't so much that they were coming in to sign up. So it wasn't, you can't sign up everyone because there's other people doing uh, recon on you. So, but that was one of the main things was trying to listen to what people said. And in the throat chakra, you have speaking. Yes. And, but you should speak little. Yes. It's not about speaking like crazy, like yeah. I'm doing right now. It's about <laughs> listening and truly listening because truly that's also listening. speaking. Yes. A conversation is made by two people talking and listening, not yes. one person talking. And that's what you find out in most interviews with clients. You have the yoga teacher or the personal trainer or the whatever. They're doing the talking before the uh, person that wants to sign up even finishes their sentence. Yes. So, yep. so those are things that you first off want to try to do to keep your throat chakra working in business. Number one is listening. So we'll re be right back to listen to a little bit more of me talking, right? <laughs> yes, I'll do the listening. Stay tuned. Do you like what you hear? The Spartan Mind Strength Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and all other popular podcast destinations. Please subscribe today and consider leaving us a rating and review. It helps us spread the word and help others find our content. Don't forget to leave a comment and any questions you may have. Tim and V would love to hear from you. And we're back again, communicating. And we're communicating about communication. Is that too many Without any proper communication gear, yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> no mics. And, and, and we're talking about the throat chakra. Yes. And we just got done talking about how listening is a major part of the throat chakra. Yes. And using that in business. But even also, even more so, is body language. Yes. Uh, people want to, they say things, but actually in reality, they are telling you, could be telling you something different in how they communicate with their body language. Yeah. And for it to work in business, you have to communicate a welcoming aspect. Yes. You have to communicate to them. What did uh, you had said earlier? What's, what's the, where we read about? The most basic human need. Uh, is for a person to feel understood. Yes. Uh, to feel heard, and that's what. And you wanna make the client actually feel understood. Yes. And Ac that's accepted. And I think that was one of the things that I, with me in law enforcement, that yes. I I let the bad guy talk. Yeah. And I let them be understood. I actually had bad guys would come to my house and turn themselves in because they didn't want to turn themselves into another cop because yes. they didn't like how that one didn't listen to them or that one didn't yes. do certain things. So there was some mornings, you know, three o'clock in the morning, somebody come knocking on the door. Hey, I, I, I got a warrant out for me and I want to turn myself into you because I know blah, blah, blah is going to come look for me here in a couple hours and I don't want them to. And I'm like, dude, I'm off work dude mm -hmm. and it's no no yes. no please let me 
turn yeah. myself into you. Yeah. So it's the communication and listening is huge for every human being. Mm -hmm. Every human being wants to be understood. Exactly. They didn't care about being caught as much. What was important to them was to feel understood. And it's feel major and feel it. comfortable. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So it was, yeah. uh, and I also would get phone calls because, you know, we had cell phones back then, <laughs> but they were the size of a freaking uh, dog. Uh, but uh, it, they would call and say, hey, uh, when are you working? I'll come in. Or when, so yeah. I finally talked him into quit coming to the house, turn yourself <laughs> yeah. in. Call me and turn yourself in. Do it in. at the place yeah, of business. Yes. So it, uh, they, people want to be, they want to communicate, they want to be heard. Yes. No matter what they've done, they still want to be heard. But body language, going into that, body language is huge for communication. Yeah. And this was one that I always seen, and I'm going to leave law enforcement and jump into the yoga world. Because when Which we were doing... Which can be worse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it can be a lot worse. It, uh, but uh, it was one of those things that I watched our instructors... And also, when we were doing uh, business training for yoga studios, yep. I would watch the owner uh, talk to new clients. And right away, they'd close their arms. They'd cross their legs. Yes. And just to let you know that it, it could be, and they would say, oh, well, I'm cold. Or I, I don't feel right doing this. And it's like, well, that's what, you're, that's what you're telling the client that came in, is that you're not comfortable. Yes. And it doesn't matter if you're cold or too hot. Or you Cross have to go potty. It doesn't <clears throat> yep. matter. Just crossing your arms yes. or crossing your legs, even crossing your ankles yes. or pointing your knees in a different direction yeah. are all messages that you're telling the client that you don't want to be there, yeah. that you don't want to be where they are right now. And the client's going to feel that. And you can tell me, oh, no, no, I, I just do that because it feels comfortable to me. No. Well, that doesn't help. You got, then you have to tell the client when they walk in the door, excuse me, but I always cross my arms, and it doesn't mean yes. that I don't want to be with you. Yeah. you know, and so that starts it off completely bad. Yes. So one of the first things, you, in order to sign up clients, order to get people in to buy yeah. crystals, in order to uh, uh, pick up new massage clients, all of those things, you have to be open. Yep. <clears throat> you have to show yes. your palms. You have to rub your head. Yep. Uh, there's certain things, and it's one of those things, you can walk into a bar. Uh, is that a story? <laughs> Three guys walked into a bar. But you can walk into a bar and see who likes you within 20 seconds of walking in, or if anybody likes you, within 20 seconds of walking into that bar because of how their body language shifts. Mm -hmm. Do they rotate the chair more toward wherever you're sitting? Do they look over? Do they rub their hand into their hair? Do they show you their palms? Do they show you the back of their neck? All of those things are little indicators that says, I feel comfortable with you. Yes. And it doesn't matter if it's a guy or a girl, no. guy, guy, girl, girl. None of that no. matters because it's the we human all connection. Yep, we all do the same yeah. thing subconsciously. Yes, and that's what you want to try to be more open. And I'm not telling you screw people over by doing this. This is not what this conversation is about. This is about making the client feel comfortable and want to be with you, and then you can read them. So by saying something, do they close their arms up? 
if yep. they close their arms up when you do say a, ask a question or say a statement, automatically shift gears. Go into talking about something else. Or if they sit back, what yep. does that mean? Or yep. if they lean forward. Yep. I love leaning forward. Yeah. You know, when, when I was in law enforcement, yeah. when they leaned forward, mm -hmm. that's like, okay, I'm ready to put the handcuffs on because yep. I know. Yep. Uh, one of the other things was they always, bad guys would, if they didn't tell you what they did, but you were walking up, a lot of them would just put their hands behind their back, yep. clasp it like they were getting handcuffed. Yes. So you, now you know that yes. there's something that you need to talk to them about. Yes. And that was the thing, remember how I told you about how did I know? Yes. Uh, now I look back at it, I knew it because I was reading his body language. Yep. It was a sixth sense, but yep. it was more than just a sixth sense. Yes. I was also using what they were saying and going into all the chakras, but also using the nonverbal communication. Exactly, because the <clears throat> body language is actually the oldest form of communication. Yep. It's not the verbal. Yep. The body language is the oldest form of communication because humans would always look at who's approaching them and are they carrying a, a weapon of some yep. sort. What do their hands look like? Exactly. Are they leaning forward? Are they going to eat me, yeah. kill me, or be my friend? Yep. And that's what you needed to know. Like even when we're talking right now, you know, we have smiles on our face. You might uh -huh. not see it. <laughs> and my palms are going toward the yes. mic because I want, even in conversation where you can't see yes. me, I want you to know that this is open conversation. Exactly. This is open listening. Yes. So it's one of those, you still want to continue to do those things even if you're not in front of people. Yes. But the best way, practice when you go to the grocery store. Yeah. See how yes. easy it is to talk to somebody when you're open, yep. when your hands, when your palms are up. Yeah. And then see how hard it is to talk to somebody when you cross your arms. Yes. See how much you get mm -hmm. by being open versus how much you lose by being closed. Yep. And then start using that when you talk to people. And that works in stores. So I'm going to bring in uh, one of our old clients who owned a huge crystal store. And he was that person at the front door. And he would always be at the front door almost every day. But then he, st he started doing so well that he had to bring in extra people. But everyone at that store <clears throat> was open. Yep. They would welcome you at the door. Mm -hmm. They would bring you in, ask you what you wanted, what you were mm -hmm. looking for in crystals. If you knew anything about crystals, they were extremely open. They asked short sentences mm -hmm. questions simple and then they shut up yep and they let you talk about oh this is what i'm looking yep. at or oh look at that stone that's a beautiful stone can you tell me about it then they would talk a little bit and then they would shut up again and he went from a small store mm -hmm. that you know i don't even know it was almost like a 10 by 10 it was a little place and at by the end when he closed he mm -hmm. retired he didn't close it because mm -hmm. he had to close it when and he took an early retirement mm -hmm. because he made so much money his store was the whole strip mall yeah. he kept going bigger and taking another section of it <clears throat> and then he brought in uh people that were uh, uh mind readers and telepaths and tarot cards but everyone that worked there even if they were 1099s which is people that don't get paid directly they had to be open. If they weren't open, if they sat in that room with their arms crossed, they were out the door. 
he only brought in people that were that way and followed that type of path. Yeah, the, the, the throat chakra is all about that communication, that human communication that unfortunately is not just what people think it is that's in the verbal or speaking your truth it has absolutely nothing to do because with... everybody's truth is different <laughs> exactly the <laughs> truth is personal it's contemporary and it's relative oh. that's what ayurveda says that's why according to ayurveda everything is gray there is no one universal truth and you speaking your own truth is basically shutting down communication and saying to the other person that I am imposing what my, my truth. truth to you yeah. and that's why the whole listening the whole creating that space adding the space element which we talked uh, quite a bit about uh, in the throat chakra for your mind in a non-fufu way episode 47 so listening is creating that space element for the person to express themselves their truth at the moment to you so you can go from there so you can help them in whatever the whole uh, business transaction is mm -hmm. and that's when we were uh, when we had the yoga studio and people were coming in for the first time and you know we only had two minutes, not even, sometimes like 20 seconds mm -hmm. to get a brand new person from signing the waivers, paying, mm -hmm. and walking in the door and uh, putting their mat down mm -hmm. or figuring out what a mat is and yeah. go into standing heating breath, mm -hmm. which we taught to them every time they came, a new yes. person came in the door. They weren't just, they just didn't follow in the classroom. We, we opened up to them. We talked to them we listened to them we made them feel comfortable and sometimes we told them that you might not like this yeah. because we heard there's some people we even told this isn't for you yes before they even came in the door yeah. because we listened to what they had to say exactly and when they left we listened to what they had to say yes. we talked to every person yes that walked out the door especially for the first time yep and we talked to everybody when they left, but we went out of our way to make sure that we talked to the person that was brand new. And we asked them what they thought about it. Yes. And then we listened to their answer because their answer might say they hated it and they said it, oh, I, I really yes. I really thought it was wonderful. But the, body, but the body, language. body language was I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> so then you could give them information like, yeah, everybody, it's weird that you love yes. it because everybody hates it the yes. first time. And you need to take it three it times. Takes three times. Yep. And yes. we'd get them to open up. And then mm -hmm. all of a sudden, they were then coming back. Yes. And then after the third time, they'd sign up for exactly. a lot of them. Or they would say, you know, hot is just not for us, yes. for me. And then sometimes we'd listen to people saying, oh, I practice Bikram, I practice Bikram, I practice Bikram. So they were expecting it to be a specific class. Yeah. So you had to tell them in yes. a way that it wasn't Bikram, yeah. you know, without getting them angry because a lot of Bikram people, and I'm not trashing Bikram. I, no, I started with that. That was one of the first uh, that really got me going into yoga. It wasn't my first, but it was mm -hmm. close. It was what really got me practicing yoga. But uh, <clears throat> they expect yep. mirrors. Yes. They expect a certain carpet. 
they expect no music. No music. Yeah. They inspect that uh, it's 26 poses done twice. Yes. Certain breath work yes. done at the end. Certain yeah. breath work done at the beginning that you clap. I'm not going to yeah. clap because I don't want to break <laughs> your ears, but you clap, change. Yes. So there's a lot of yeah. things that you would do mm -hmm. that uh, Bikram people expect. And that, that's not what we taught. Yep. Because I got a cease and desist from Bikram <clears throat> a long time ago before... Uh, one of your claims to yep, fame. Yep, yep. So we shifted, and I'm glad he sent that because mm -hmm. it did help us shift into what I consider the best yoga for mm -hmm. everyone. Uh, and But I'm a little biased, biased on that. <laughs> but it was one of the ones that literally we packed the rooms mm -hmm. because we listened yes. to what the clients liked yep. and what the clients didn't like. Yes. And that was huge, is we didn't say this is what they like. And we taught a class with what we thought they liked. We went out and interviewed and interviewed and asked interviewed. Asked the right questions. Yep, and asked, and that's actually how we did the SUP Yoga. Yes. To find out what people liked about stand-up paddleboard teachers, or the SUP Yoga boards. boards. We asked them what they liked. Because we carried, at the time, because we also owned a, a, a SUP store. Mm -hmm. Because we taught so much stand-up paddle mm -hmm. and yoga. And uh, guiding and stuff. And we wanted to find the perfect SUP yoga board for teachers mm -hmm. and students. So we asked, and we asked, and we asked, and we asked, and we had, we carried, and I'm not gonna go into brands, but we carried about, what, 12 brands? Yes. Of SUP yoga boards. Yeah. So if you wanted to try this board, we had it. Mm -hmm. uh, so when we were doing the teacher training, every teacher got to try mm -hmm. every one of the boards we carried every yoga board we carried, every fitness board we carried, and yes. then we'd ask them all at the end of it, what did you like yes. best about this board? What did you dislike? And then we took that information and we tried to give it to... Uh, Certain companies. And, but they didn't want <laughs> yeah. it. They didn't care. They, didn't they said, care. our SUP yoga boards yeah. are the best-selling boards. We're not going to change them. They were not them. interested in yep. listening. They didn't want to listen. <laughs> So what happened, one of the companies, we were selling, yes. we were told that we sold more of one specific board yeah. than the rest of the United States together. sold yep. together. Mm -hmm. And we were a little uh, yeah. yoga studio, basically. Yes. But when they didn't listen, yeah. we stopped buying their boards because yeah. we then started making our own boards. Yes. And we used everything mm -hmm. that we were trying to tell people. Mm -hmm. And that company's no longer in the no, United States. No. They ended up dropping out the next year mm -hmm. because we weren't making any yes, more orders. exactly. And yeah. he told us, the distributor says, mm -hmm. you know, we can't sell these boards anymore. You know, mm -hmm. we're, we're not doing very well. And mm -hmm. they left mm -hmm. the United States. And I'll give that name, Mistrell. You cannot <laughs> buy, Mistrell does not sell paddle boards in the United States no. anymore. At least not to today. Yes. And they left shortly after. And we were yes. selling hundreds of their, what were they? The, the uh, Fit. I, the, my, the, uh, no, the Kailua Fit. Yeah, yeah. Kailua it was a great fit. board. Yeah. But they yeah. they weren't listening. Mm -hmm. Hi, my, Emma. Hi, <laughs> Mr. L. So the idea is that it, we are not saying you don't speak. You ask the right questions and then you listen. Yes. But first, you need to be genuinely interested in what the person has to say. Because you can't fake that. 
no. because the, it will it will come it will come through. You yeah. know, you cannot fake it if you are not genuinely interested in what the person has to say. And that all goes back to the earlier chakras. Mm -hmm. The other four chakras they have to be working properly in order for you to have the interest for that particular yep. uh, aspect of the business. When you kick in the flow, because you yes. start, you get your second chakra yes. kicking in, the client will literally yeah. tell you everything that you need to know exactly. within minutes. And they'll do it happily. Yes. Because they enjoy talking to you. Yeah. Like I enjoy talking about the throat chakra. I can <laughs> exactly. go on and on about it and I, with different stories and yes. different things and how we used it and how we made money, how yep. we lost money by not using it. But it's it's we're at the almost 30 minutes, so yeah. I'm going to listen now and communicate by not speaking anymore. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Until next time, much, much love from both of us. Namaste kala. May we all be well, adapt, and thrive. If you found today's show helpful, please give us a rating, a review, or both. And subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. As always, namaste kala, which in Greek means, may we all be well. This program, Copyright True Fitness Incorporated, all rights reserved.